Hello guys, what's up? It is just Grace here again today. Sorry it's been so incredibly long since the last episode. I think it's been maybe more than a week. It's midnight right now and so I'm trying not to be too loud and I know the point of a podcast is literally speaking so it's really not the best time to record but I just have to find like the times I can do it and right now it's spring break and so I'm going to try to crank out like a few episodes and i'm feeling in the mood right now so i'm just gonna do it even though i don't know if i'm really whispering i'm like whisper talking but not really all the way sorry i just listened to that and i'm literally like breathing into the mic so much but anyways um so today i'm gonna give a little quick live update where i've been and then go into the topic in a second but just generally i'm gonna be talking about um ways to spend time alone the importance i think of spending time alone and kind of just going down that rabbit hole because i've never really been someone who has appreciated um alone time until probably honestly once covid hit i started to appreciate it more before that i really hated being alone in any way at all um but when covid hit it obviously forced everyone to be alone for a long time and so I was one of those people so since freshman year of high school I'm not a senior I've kind of slowly learned to be more comfortable in being alone and also even learn to enjoy it and cherish it and I really have learned to like genuinely look forward to being alone I'd say as a whole I probably like being with people more but I also do like being alone and there's a lot of pros and cons so I'm gonna tell you some of my favorite ways to be alone and like kind of why care I guess um for me how has it been impactful and things like that but first I'm gonna talk about um some fun things um I just came back from like I said it's spring break from a trip to Cabo which was so fun um Cabo Mexico if you're not aware it's like just a beach it's really pretty it's absolutely beautiful and i got to go to my best friends and their moms my mom didn't get to go because she actually ended up getting covid so be praying for her i guess um she is not doing the best but um so she didn't get to go which was sad but it was still so fun with my friends um and it was our senior trip so we definitely splurged a little bit more we got to stay at this super nice resort. I've never seen a resort before, but it was a super nice resort. Just literally absolutely gorgeous. Like, if you haven't been to Cabo, it's pretty expensive, and I realize that. But, like, the views, everything is just absolutely gorgeous. Um, I wish I could just, like, insert pictures of some of the things I saw. We went and saw the sunrise one morning. It was just, like beautiful the sunsets were always absolutely stunning just you know beaches are beautiful anyways like most beaches are beautiful but this beach especially was just like gorgeous the water's like so blue but you get the point anyways beautiful scenery um it was so fun we went to downtown Cabo and had some of the best dinners the guacamole absolutely insane I think we got guacamole for every meal that we ate out um just to try it and it was so good and we like rated all the guac and stuff um so if you're going to Cabo I highly recommend any guacamole at all it was all amazing um 
And then just walking around the streets of Cabo was so cool. Like, it's just so lively and fun. And it's a very touristy town. Like, I don't know if it's as much like, it's not maybe as authentic um, of a town in Mexico as you might, you know, think. It's very touristy. But there's still really cool shops and stuff with like really cool art and like bracelets and um, unique things you can buy and bring home. It's just cool that all the artwork and things there are so like clearly different from something I could just buy like a random place in Texas. Um, even though I'm Texan and Tex-Mex is so yummy. It was just like actually having real like Mexican food was so different. I don't know. It was so cool. And then also like um, I loved one of the things that was like funny and and anytime you go to a new country, there's like things that kind of it's like a little culture shock for a second. Like, you know things you people just live differently obviously it's a different country um there's a, just a different way of life and a different vibe everywhere you go that's why i love traveling especially out of the country because you know between like the states there's different you know whatever but there's nothing as different as like other countries and even the small ways they live their lives um their day-to-day tasks and things like that just look different and that's what i think is so cool about going to other countries it's not only like say i'm going to england like their accents are obviously different but it's like the way they drive and eat and you know their dinners are longer and at different times and the way they view life is different and i just love to learn about that so one thing this isn't that deep of a thing but was like makes me laugh is when we first got to cabo and we like had a taxi to drive from the airport to our um resort we I was sitting in the back of the car with one of my friends and we were just talking and then she looks at the uh speedometer and she's like oh my gosh we're going to 120 miles per hour and I was like there's no way like there's no way this guy is driving 120 miles per hour like as a taxi driver like that's so unheard of like they shouldn't be going that far out of the speed limit there's no way the speed limit is that high and then also we were like why does it feel like there's no way we're driving 120 miles per hour. Genuinely, we were so confused. Like, so confused because it felt like we were driving a normal speed. And then we, like, think about it and we're like, oh, lol. It's in kilometers. So he's going 120 kilometers per hour, which obviously changes differently. Changes everything. And that's on a completely different scale. But we thought that was so funny. Just things like that that you go to another place and you don't even think about that the way you live your life is just so different um so anyways next time you go to like a new country or something like that just think about the small ways that life is different and it's just cool to think about i mean and obviously everything's like spanish there and there's a different currency pesos which is so different than american dollars like i think 400 pesos is around like maybe like 15 american dollars something like that it's definitely a lot more so every dinner for all of us would be like three thousand pesos and it was just weird to see like that much money like obviously three thousand dollars i would be freaking out if the dinner was that much but three thousand pesos i don't even know it's just weird like stuff like that it's not weird it's just different but like you all know what i mean okay anyways i just love traveling so much um But I'm kind of sad because, you know, when you have been looking 
you know, you've been building up excitement for something, looking forward for something to something for so long. And it's like we planned this trip way back in probably like December, which was even so last minute. Like we barely thought this was going to be able to happen because when we started planning it, like it was hard to find a place to stay. But what was even worse was airfare because airfare to Cabo, super touristy in spring break when everyone wants to go is so expensive and so finding the plane tickets for that kind of ish last minute like december to march doesn't seem last minute but for a trip like this it is was stressful but we managed to do it and we've just been thinking and looking forward and planning outfits and shopping and you know the build-up to like a trip like this and like especially a senior trip like this with your friends is so much and then you go on it and you have so much fun and you come home and you're like oh that just like happened and that's done and all that build-up's done um and I'm the type of person that like doesn't even want exciting things to happen sometimes because I just love living in the build-up like in a few weeks I'm going to Taylor Swift and don't get me wrong I'm so excited to see Taylor Swift but at the same time I don't want it to happen because once that happens like that's another thing I'm so excited for that's just gonna be gone and the build-up's gone and it's just nice in life to be looking forward to the next thing which is probably not the best outlook to have but for me it's just like okay I have Taylor Swift I for, for all of this I had I had Cabo then I had Taylor Swift and then I had graduation and then I had you know or grad parties and then I had graduation and I have all these like big life events lined up so I always have something to think about and look forward to but it's like one of them's checked and it's sad but at the same time it's like I got to experience all those amazing memories and like I wouldn't change a thing like it was so fun um but anyways I'm having like the after trip blues I always have these after concerts I always have them after vacations and things like this um and I just went on a really cool trip to New York a few weeks ago if you happened to listen to an episode when we were talking about our trip that we were going to go on to New York so I've had a lot of really fun experiences happening recently and I know it's gonna um be a lot for the rest of this like chunk of senior year and then summer's gonna hit and it's gonna be so much more chill and I'm like trying to live up every second but also like sad that it's gonna be over but also trying to like not think about that I don't know anyways I don't know how I started talking about that mindsets are weird and they seriously shape like everything um every situation how you're gonna like what you're gonna take out of it if you're gonna be sad or happy or whatever and my mindset's just janky because I'm like sad that the trip's over happy that it happened and looking forward to more things I don't know if that makes sense um but anyways one part about being on a vacation with um a lot of people and friends and you know just a group of people is that and not your family not just like a family vacation but especially for me on this trip because both of my friends had their moms with them and then it was me which I know them so well that's not like an awkward thing I love their moms um I never felt like, like left out or awkward in that way but when it's not just like a family vacation and you're with friends or you know whatever um 
it definitely adds a different dynamic and sometimes traveling can be tricky whether it's small things like where you want to eat what you want to do for the day what time you want to wake up you know if someone is someone who likes to talk a lot in the mornings or if you talking kind of bugs them just kind of reading the room on certain things like that can be tricky because you don't live with your friends all the time at least i don't i'm in high school it might be different if they're like your roommate or something in college but I know them so well and we've gone on trips together before but um just in any traveling situation when it's not your family um it can be difficult at times and you're always with them and there's definitely a lot of give and take that happens with um you know traveling with people um for instance you have to compromise a lot like you're not always going to want to say say you don't want guacamole at dinner and you'd rather get a different appetizer or no appetizer at all and save money like um that's something you might have to just compromise on and be like there's bigger things i would rather want um and you have to you know maybe you just get the guac for that's just a really specific very specific example and then later on you hope they compromise if you want to go to the pool later or something like that if that makes sense Um, But it can be difficult to travel with people who say just want to have things done their way and you feel like you're compromising the whole time. It can definitely just be a balancing act. I'm not saying that's what happened on the trip I just went on. but I'm just saying like anytime you're with people a lot, you're going to have to really compromise and hope they do as well or it's not really a compromise and you're just giving everything which is also a really frustrating position to be in especially when you're traveling and you're spending so much money and you're excited for the trip and this is an experience you're really excited for and then it can really be damaged by another person um you're traveling with and so um traveling with people can just be a really difficult thing also these are just things i've been thinking about um again not that they happen on the trip but just in general these things commonly happen on trips and it's not like out of the ordinary for a situation to not really go your way and it'd be really frustrating also one thing this did happen on the trip and any trip it's kind of inevitable unless you're like the biggest extrovert literally ever is like energy and patience is just extremely important um especially if you're with someone for a long time i think our trip was only like five days so this wasn't as big of a deal but if you're going on like a two week long plus trip with people like friends and things it doesn't matter how much you love the person something they do is going to frustrate you a little bit or something they do is going to not really be the way you exactly wanted it and you're kind of tired already from traveling and you might get a little bit annoyed things like that and um to make the trip bearable for anyone you're using a little bit i feel like of extra energy and you have to have a lot of patience with people um energy and what i mean by like energy is like your social battery Um, not only your social battery but that's a big part in it i mean you have to have a lot of energy to keep talking and joking and whatever with people um not that it's always bad that you're using that energy but it is a little bit of a tax to always be on if that makes sense during a vacation and sometimes the whole point of a vacation is to turn off and you might not want to feel like that um all the time and so i think that can be something that can be hard um traveling with people but also just energy or not energy but just the patience of again compromise and um not having things always go exactly your way 
and some people will be better at that than others and honestly it depends on who you're traveling with one thing i have learned time and time again is it does not matter where you're traveling it could be the most luxurious beautiful expensive vacation in the world if the people aren't fun to travel with and vice versa you could be traveling with the most fun people in the world and the crappiest hotels and it's the most fun trip of your life the people is what makes the trip or breaks the trip so obviously the best situation would be super like luxurious beautiful place and amazing group of people but if that doesn't always go hand in hand that can be frustrating especially if you don't maybe read before the trip that it could be a problem then you get to the place and you're like oh we don't really vibe that well or oh this person kind of annoys me for this long period of time and now i feel like i can't even enjoy all the like i can't even enjoy the potential of the place i'm at if that makes sense that can be a hard thing basically i'm just setting up how spending time with people for a extended period of time especially when there's money and a lot of people kind of banking on the situation excited for the situation and people have ex like high expectations for the situation that can just be a difficult thing and i want to do an entire episode about like the pros and cons of traveling with people versus traveling with yourself or family because i feel like traveling with family is just a different thing you can be more honest with family you don't always have to be quite as perfect or nice with family as bad as that may sound it's not like you're gonna be an absolute just bitch to your family but also you're not gonna maybe feel as much pressure to be as perfect and nice all the time as you may with your friends i guess you don't have to be as on with your family all the time and sure your best friends for instance the two i traveled with i don't feel a pressure to be on with them there can be silence and i feel comfortable with it and you know we don't always have to be super high energy but also there are trips i've gone on with people a bigger group that that's not the case and even if i consider them close friends it's not this type of situation where we're just having a lot of like chilled downtime if that makes sense um so vacations with friends is and just is just a completely another topic that I really want to like get into and think about. So maybe that will be a future episode soon, especially when I just went on a vacation. And even if these things didn't exactly apply, there are elements I've taken out. You know, certain times I wanted to do something my friends didn't. I had to compromise, and then they compromised for me on something I wanted to do that they didn't necessarily want to do. Um, so that's kind of where I'm stemming from or getting this idea from. But just a sort of segue, not really segue that well, but kind of segue into that's what got me thinking about alone time because I've just come off a five day trip with constant people. I mean, we were sharing a king side bed together, you know, going to the beach, doing everything together for five days. And I've been with people for five days and that's not something I come off feeling dead like i need to sleep for a week after i i'm fine i I like people but there's definitely like a time i really like to be by myself after a trip like this for a day or two and just like i don't know it's it's just good i like to be by myself um i don't need too much time before i'll go crazy but it's also something i like i said after covid have grown to appreciate and i think another episode also i would love to talk more about kind of 
what happened I think during COVID for a lot of us about being by ourselves because I think as a whole as a society almost we've all gotten a little bit better at being by ourselves and being comfortable being by ourselves and I've seen that shift um and it's not just me wanting to be on my phone by myself in my room but there are things I like prioritize to do by myself before I want to be with other people always if that makes sense because if I'm gonna be real trips like this can really take a toll and be draining as much as they are relaxing and fun um and I can come off of them feeling really like energetic and fun and like ah like happy in one way and then also like another half of me is like oh my gosh like I feel like I just need to like sit and like have a second if that makes sense and I think both are really natural and I'm like having both these feelings at the same time which feels conflicting and weird but it's also just who I am I am very extroverted and very introverted depending on the day depending on the time and so I don't know that's just something I've been thinking about so without further ado I'm going to talk about spending time alone kind of what I'm going to be doing the next few days um first kind of the importance why why care why spend time alone um and this is something that looks different for everybody some people just naturally need more time if you want to listen to an episode where me and amelia actually talk about it a lot more as we talk about introverts versus extroverts and kind of what we think they are they're not as i don't think they're as defined as we have in society i think most people are somewhere in between like i am where i love people and i get energy from them and i can't be alone for too long but also there's definitely a harsh line where I'm like okay now I need to step back and I think most people fall somewhere in between they're not like I need to be alone all the time and being with people seriously drains me although there are people like that and there's nothing wrong with that and there's also I don't think a lot of people are on the other side where they just always have to be with people 24 7 or else being alone completely and totally freaks them out I think there's definitely people on the far sides but the majority of us fall somewhere in between and so we need our alone time and I remember when I was younger knowing deep down I needed this time but also not knowing how to necessarily go about it and so I would spend a lot of time on my phone or just kind of sitting around lazily and or I would feel like being alone meant cleaning my room and doing my laundry and like only being productive and I think a really great way to spend time alone is to veg a little bit. We all need to veg a little bit. What I mean by that is watching for like Netflix, you know, whatever, scrolling on TikTok. That's definitely a way a, a way to spend time alone. And then another way to spend time alone is being productive and folding your laundry and making your bed and all those types of doing homework, things like that, like things you kind of have to be alone to do. Um, and that's the only two ways I would know to spend time alone for a long time and so I never really found joy in it I was like I guess I enjoyed it in a way because I needed to recharge in a sense but it wasn't something I really like enjoyed like wasn't like oh my gosh I'm excited to be alone so I can you know fold my laundry later like it was just like eh, like I'm alone if that makes sense it wasn't a time I was like excited to 
treat myself if that makes sense i think there's been definitely kind of a, a movement recently the idea of like treating yourself or like taking yourself on a date and that's kind of more the outlook i've found for it now is not being obs- like obsessed with myself or like um sometimes i think that can seem kind of almost being obsessed with yourself like it's me time now it's only time to focus on myself that's not what i mean by this but i've found ways that are enjoyable for me that isn't just like spending money i think a lot of times when people say they want to spend time alone that means like going on a huge shopping spree and just like buying a ton of clothes or just like online shopping or going to the spa for hours and that's the way to treat themselves and i think that is a way and i think from time to time treat yourself in that way but also it's not realistic to every time you need to recharge go buy a bunch of clothes or go to the spa i think there's a middle ground there too and so basically the list i've found are ways that i like to spend time alone that aren't just being productive that aren't just vegging on my phone that isn't spending a ton of money but easy ways because really why it's important to me is spending time why spending time alone is important to me is it's a way to recharge that's kind of the obvious after a long trip it can be draining um not fully draining but part of me is a little drained so a way to recharge and then also just whenever i find myself spending more time alone i find myself being more confident and a little bit more bold if that makes sense I don't know why the two and two go together, um, but for some reason, whenever I go eat out alone or go go to a restaurant and pick up, even if it's literally going to Starbucks and ordering a coffee alone versus I usually go with a friend, that those experiences just help me get a little bit more independent, which is important because I'm someone who loves to be a little dependent on someone who loves to kind of go somewhere i'm the person that wants to go to the bathroom with someone who wants to go shopping with someone doesn't like to really necessarily be alone i'm out about out and about in public i usually love being alone in my room you know but when i'm out and about in public i like to like be with someone it helps me just feel a little bit more safe i guess and whenever i'm alone um it just helps me get more and more independent so the more I'm with people all the time, the less, you know, you're kind of just more naturally dependent on someone. You're not always forced to make your own decisions in a situation. You can kind of just go around like, oh, they want that. Great. I'll go do that. Like you're not forced to kind of make your own decisions and, you know, stick to your guns as much in certain ways, if that makes sense. So whenever I'm alone, I definitely sense myself maturing faster just being a little bit more independent um which makes sense because you're alone um but i hope that kind of makes sheds light onto why i actually like spending time alone in the first place is you can definitely grow with yourself these are all things you probably heard but anyways that's for me so back to the list i think i have let's see one two three four six ways that i like to spend time alone so i hope one of these ways is interesting to y'all so first way is reading my bible this is just always a go-to is prayer reading my bible i like it because it doesn't feel like a chore none of these things i ever want to feel like a chore i want it to feel like 
maybe not something as easy as laying in bed and scrolling on TikTok, but also not something I am like, ugh, I don't want to do that. Just kind of something that's productive, but not in a hard way. It's like an easy, productive thing to check off the list, if that makes sense. It's just something that's good for you, but not something that you're killing yourself to do. Um, It's like walking a mile instead of forcing yourself to run five miles. It's like something, but it's not the extreme, if that makes sense. So I love reading my Bible. I'm trying to make this more of a habit this year, especially, but I really um just like to read whether it's a psalm a chapter a few verses and then force myself to journal takeaways that's kind of the way i do it i know everyone who reads the bible does it in different ways i also have a devotional book that i like which i'm forgetting the name but if i remember later i'll say or put it in the description of this or something um that i like to do and then my favorite thing is to write down my prayers because you can look back and see how God has moved in your life, how things you used to be really anxious about, you know, you can look back at the end of the year and see how you've grown and how, wow, I'm not anxious about that anymore. Or how things that felt so big in your life at one time that you were so nervous about, so scared about, you can look back and be like, oh my gosh, that turned out fine. That wasn't a big deal at all. You know, there's things like that that just, it's beautiful. And you can just literally visibly see by writing it down the way God's worked in your life. Because a lot of times we are so caught up in the moment of the things and then so caught up in the end result. And then the next thing that you're stressed out about that you just simply forget or don't acknowledge the way God's working. And it's really cool to have a physical written down way of the small ways not just the big ways the ways you will easily remember of god coming in and making a mark but like the small everyday ways so cool and if you don't like writing it down because you feel like it takes too much time literally type in your notes i don't care it's just the the concept i guess so journaling um that's kind of the way i journal and stuff that's really cool and if you're not christian um I'm sure there's other spiritual, I don't know. Honestly, I'm Christian, so I don't really know. But that's just for me personally. But yeah, so um, my next way is going on walks. I kind of just use an example with it. This is um, why I like to do this. Isn't really for the exercise, but more for the nature part of it and the listening to music slash podcast part of it. Um, I find myself never going outside <laughs> unless I like have to. So I play golf, so like that forces me to be outside. And golf's in season right now, which is good. But when I'm not playing golf, like I seriously go from school to my house, and that's it. And on Saturdays, I work all day and I don't really step outside once. So that can definitely be not the most healthy thing for me. And I don't know. I personally think being in nature is just very good for us as humans. And it feels good. And I like to get vitamin D and stuff like that. Um, I don't really think of it too deeply. Uh, Besides, I like the way it feels. I know there's probably like research and like data probably to why going outside is like good for you but for me I like to get some sun and I like to smell the nature and just like 
step out of the house for a second and it it's just a really good change of scenery if anything and we all need a good change of scenery from time to time and then I also just really like to listen to music on walks and listen to podcasts what we said is a such a good podcast if you're listening or just listen to this um or Emma Chamberlain's podcast and there's one more oh yeah um uh pretty basic really good those are my three favorite podcasts they're all i need they post enough that's all i need I, d- I like don't even need another one after all of the ones they post but they just get me inspired and like depending on my mood like if i want like a chatty i don't want to think about the world too much that's pretty basic if i want a middle ground of thinking about the world and chatty what we said and if i want to like think about the world and like the way it functions and like think deeply then i go to emma chamberlain or anything goes is what it's called because she makes me think so that's just those are just like good ways to like actually going on a walk takes my head out of my problems in a way nothing else does like i'm all of a sudden i'm in i'm like outside i'm listening to my music i'm just completely taken out of like the stupid small minuscule things my brain is deciding to like hyper fix it on that day and it's just amazing so definitely recommend walks it's not some crazy thing you've never heard of in your life but they actually do help and i know i hear things and i'm like okay cool go on a walk like great next try it i swear five minutes with your favorite song it will get you going and you won't want to stop the hardest part of a walk is the first five ten minutes when you're like i'm kind of bored and then you get into the song you get into the podcast and you don't want to stop it's just like inevitable for me at least and other people i've heard people talk about it so yeah the next two ways are ways that i find to be alone when i don't necessarily have the time in my day-to-day life to be alone because if we're being real i have school well i have golf workouts this is my typical day golf workouts from 6 30 to 7 30 shower go to school at 8 30 go to school from 8 30 to 3 30 go home and do homework then if i don't have workouts in the morning um so i have workouts tuesdays and thursdays if i don't monday wednesday friday get to school at 8 30 go to 3 30 go to practice by 4 30 which practice is 30 minutes away so i don't really have that much time in between um and then get home from practice by usually 7 30 then start homework so either way golf my days because of golf my days are extremely busy and so i don't always have time i never have time to go on a walk i really try to read my bible as much as possible but if i'm being real with you i haven't been that good about it recently i've just been trying to get like my basic freaking priorities done and i don't have all the time in the world to just like spend time alone you know i'm going from school with people golf with people family dinner and then i'm like going to homework and like that's basically the only alone time i have and the only alone time i get to have and so i've found these two ways to be ways i have to like think about it in a way like this is my time to spend time alone if that makes sense like this is my time to like have a second to catch a break when i have the busiest day ever which has been my life recently and it's not been as pretty as i wish it would would be 
Um, and those two ways are the shower and the car. And the car and driving my car. When I shower, I like to put on my speaker and I like to just almost treat it as a walk like it's another world. I take a decent like 30-40 minute shower in hot water. It feels so good. And I just like do everything. It feels good. Um, and I just really let myself relax. And you know, there's certainly days I need a quick shower, even then I turn on my music. I just find that if I treat even an everyday life thing in, like, a different way, it can help, if that makes sense. Like, not always thinking about it more deeply, but just thinking about it in a different way. Like, I'm not just going five-minute, like, hurry, get out, shower, quick, be clean. It's like, just take a second out of your life, get in the shower, and, like, relax. And put on your favorite playlist or podcast or whatever. I don't like to just let it be silent because then I in the shower i'm just thinking about the five million things i need to do after and why i need to go quickly through the shower which isn't the point and then i'm rushing through my shower before i know it stressed that's not what i want so i usually turn on music to literally distract myself because otherwise i'm at all times thinking about what i need to do which is sad but i mean i'm busy and then my car this one is like amazing because i love to drive not everyone likes to drive i like to drive i know my way around where i live pretty well so driving to school driving to a friend's house even if it's literally driving from a school function with a bunch of people to a friend's house after with a bunch of people that 10 minute drive in between use it as a time to just relax and be by yourself for a second i mean anyway even if you don't use it quote unquote use it as a time to be by yourself you're going to be by yourself but i think if i like think about it as a way to take a deep breath in between and just calm myself and like I guess just think about it more intentionally like intentionally being like this is my time to be alone instead of just like accepting it for what it is like I'm alone right now okay like I wouldn't have even usually thought about that if I'm in the car driving alone like no not once did it cross my mind like I'm alone now is my time to be alone like I'm not like a robot you know what I mean that's not what you usually think about but but once you intentionally place that on yourself when you're in the car alone driving in a busy day it kind of helps like especially in the mornings like that's my time like I put on my music I put on my podcast when I'm driving to school and I just let myself drift I let my thoughts drift away from the tests I have the quizzes I need to take the day what I need to study for at lunch like the things that makes just about that day i just let it all go away until i'm in the school parking lot and i'm parking and then i just face the day instead of the drive there being like okay i have a quiz second period i have a test fifth period i have lunch fourth period i can study for the test fourth period i can like that's how my brain usually is working at all times so if i have 10 minutes driving to school a little break from it it definitely helps um so those are two ways i found in the busiest moments of my life to somehow intentionally find alone time okay the next way is spending money but in a better way um and that's thrifting thrifting i'm meaning goodwill dirty thrifting i'm not meaning vintage store thrifting vintage store thrifting nice thrifting where things actually end up being just as expensive as if you went to urban outfitters or more expensive i'm talking like 
goodwill thrifting you know where you go and there's genuinely 500 racks of clothes completely thick and you have to go through every cloth cloth you have to go through every like random t-shirt weird wacky pair of jeans gross like grimy like gross some of the stuff in those stores are so gross to find the one thing you love and cherish and think is the coolest thing ever that's what i'm talking about like something about thrifting alone not with people is fun great yeah but something about thrifting alone is just an amazing experience and if you go to goodwill chances are you're getting out of there for less than 20 bucks and that's with like 20 things like it's just the best because it forces you to if you're like in it for the long haul and you want to find good stuff it genuinely and for it genuinely forces you to take time and be like specific about every piece like you have to go through genuinely every t-shirt to see which one may have potential for a cute outfit every pair of jeans to see what could happen you know every like blouse to see if you could find like a random designer thing or random lululemon pair of shorts that's like fits you perfectly um a random designer bag at the goodwill and you're like yes because like once you find one of a really cool piece at a goodwill and you've like had i like call it a thrifter's high because after going to a thrift store and putting in so much effort to find the one cool thing like that feeling is so freaking amazing and it will bring you back again and again because you're just chasing the feeling of like finding a really cool piece again like i've never found a designer bag but if i ever found a genuine designer bag at a goodwill i think i would go every weekend just chasing the high of like the feeling of like oh my gosh i find found a freaking designer bag at this goodwill if you know what i mean so i do that a decent amount where i'll just go to goodwill and like spend literally two hours there um and get out of there for 15 bucks with a few random things that no one else is gonna have and it's sustainable and it's like way better for the environment and all those reasons too which is good but also if you're alone you spend some time just thinking probably while you're looking through your clothes but also you're having a task at hand it's just like fun and you never know what the next piece is gonna have next you know you never know what t-shirt you're gonna find next in the random designs of old men's t-shirts you know also if you find a garage sale that's always a plus but yeah it's just fun thrifting's fun it's good for you and the environment um so that's one thing i find enjoyable personally but some people hate thrifting and honestly that's so fair okay next is i have two more things next is books i'm not talking about self-help books all the time i'm not talking about educational good books those have a place don't get me wrong those have a place they're good for you you know i'm talking about books that aren't fiction they're more just to learn something out of them those are so good for you but also i think to make spending time alone feel more enjoyable enjoyable and less like a chore find a good romance book find a good crappy book but it's like romance and it's good please i promise you that will change your opinion about books read you know it ends with us you know the whole freaking world has read that i'm talking about a crappy not that that book's crappy i mean it's just not that well written 
just read a not well written random good book that's like a funny romance story funny rom-com story light-hearted takes your mind off the world that's just like enjoyable to read that's like the best way i swear to spend time alone you don't have to read a book that barely makes sense and you only feel smart for reading and you don't really like it that much but you're only reading it to say you've read it like don't put that pressure on yourself all the time there's a place for that and it's good to read hard books and learn things from hard books but also sometimes give yourself a freaking break and read a Colleen Hoover book you know what I mean like read a chill book that like please right now I'm reading Beach Read and it's really good and I read it at the beach at Cabo and I'm like halfway through it and I'm really excited to finish it tomorrow probably because it's really good and I know I'm gonna want to like take time to just read the funny book that half the world has read you don't have to like personally I put pressure on myself to read like the book the school assigns always or like read like self-help books like and what I mean by that is just like educational like books about yada yada I don't even know but y'all get what I mean like read a crappy good entertaining book books can just be simply entertaining and not have deeper meaning and that's okay in my opinion not that books with really deep meaning that are hard to read are bad those are so good for you in a wholly different way but these are so good too um so yeah read like a book that's just good for your entertainment and that alone and lastly is art um i don't always do this i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna be like i sit down and paint every week like that's just so not reality i don't have time for that but I have art class once a day, and I'm still with people, so it doesn't really count spending time alone. But when I rarely do this, I just wanted to throw it out there. You don't have to be good at art. I'm not good at art. I'm really not. I'm good at art in my art class because I have a teacher and the materials. But when I'm at home with crappy colored pencils, like I'm not good at art. But I swear, just the feeling of like sitting down and like making something from scratch that's yours and like accomplishing that it's just it's just like a good feeling put on like music and like be intentional about what you draw or paint or whatever i like water watercolor watercolor when i'm alone personally because i feel like it's just the most like easy yet like satisfying thing like watercolor doesn't really look that bad even if you ruin it like do a weird sunset or sky or beach or something i don't know you don't have to be good if you are good it's probably more fun but it still feels good to like just make art even if you're sucky at it you know personally so try that it literally can be the dumbest thing ever um but i find making art just feels like good in a weird way because it's like almost like an accomplishment like i did that but also sometimes it looks crappy and you're like i did that like oh shoot (laughs) wasn't my finest work but no matter what you still spend time alone and that's good so i don't know if y'all can tell but i'm like running out of steam it's currently 1 a.m and i'm about to go to bed i really hope y'all enjoyed this episode about spending time alone i'm gonna be recording hopefully i can record two or three tomorrow because i know when life gets crazy i just barely have time to think about anything but life and not extra thoughts for a podcast 
So I hope y'all enjoyed. I'm gonna be making a new TikTok soon because I'm pretty sure I'm like freaking shadow banned on the other one or something. It just doesn't work out for me. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed. Um, my name is Grace. If you didn't know, if you forgot or whatever, and please feel free to look at other episodes. We're a very new podcast. Um, so I really hope you enjoyed and I'll post again soon, hopefully sometime this week. Um, thanks so much for listening and bye.